हेलो एवरीवन दिस इज आश्विन एमकर सो मोस्ट ऑफ योर पीपल मस्ट हैड वॉट जुरासिक पास इन थ्री डी राइट एंड इट इज सो ऑसम टू सी दोज डायनासॉर्स ऑल दो इट्स जस्ट ऑप्टिकल इल्यूजन इन फ्रंट ऑफ अर आइट्स बट देर इज एन अनडिनाइंग ट्रूथ इन दिस थिंग दैट सच ह्यूज लार्ज फुटेड लॉन्ग डैगर टीथ लाइक रेप्टाइल्स एक्चुअली एग्जिस्टेड ऑन अर्थ मिलियन ईयर्स अगो सो डू यू एवर वंडर from where we get to know that these extinct creatures actually existed and how do we know that these existed creatures lived how many million years ago all these questions are answered by paleontologists who discovered various evidences which prove this truth and among these evidences one of the most prominent evidences is the fossils the word fossils is derived from latin word for dere which means to dig up a fossil is any preserved remains impression or trace of any once living thing from past geological ages example include bones shells exoskeleton stone imprints of animals or microbes object preserved in amber hair petrified wood coal and dna remnants fossil include anything that gives an indication of the existence of prehistoric organism the latin word fossilis means dig out which is earlier times mean to include any trace of the body of animals and plant buried and preserved by natural causes george carver is considered as the father of paleontology who studied fossils scientifically to develop phylogenies and now the question with much have been arised in your mind is that how fossils are formed right what does what leads them to become so hard that even that even lightest feather like structure becomes so hard that it becomes a stone like appearance right so there are certain key step which leads to formation of fossils which are as follows the most common way an animal such as a dinosaur fossilized is called petrification first the animal dies soft part of the animal body including skin and muscles start to rot away scavengers may come and eat some of the remains so next what happens is that before the body disappear completely it is buried by the sediment usually mud sand or slit often at this point only the bones and teeth remain many more layers of sediments build on the top of it this puts this put weight a lot and pressure on the layers of below squamishing them even then turn into sedimentary rock while this is happening water seeps into the bone and teeth turning them into stone as it leave behind minerals This process can take thousands or even million years. You must people have visited to science museum, right? And many attraction of science museum is the prehistoric arena. And does this question ever arises in your mind? What makes fossil different from other? For an instance, there are some fossils which are as clear as an entire organism, animal. For example, mammoth fossil. and some are as simple as just as the impression of feather etc and some are as tough as the bones of dinosaurs right
and some of us so the types of fossils are based on the mode of formation of fossils they can be categorized in several ways fossilization is a rare phenomena which take place under specialized conditions the study of natural process of death burials decomposition preservation and transformation into fossils is called taphonomy fossils are only direct evidence of the biological event in the history so while traveling and visiting a zoological park or wildlife sanctuary you must have seen big pug marks right what do you think that these marks of any use or of not yes these are very important and significant when animal walks on wet soil and sand they leave trails of footprints or limbless animals worms may leave tracks and trails in the mud if these footprints are covered by volcanic ash they become preserved for long time as the clay containing footprints and the volcanic ash covering it will harden to form different type of rocks marke leke discovered footprints of the prehistoric man along with those of giraffes elephants guanaya falls in kenya and how are dinosaurs are fossilized dinosaurs are fossilized by petrification petrification is molecule by molecule replacement of organic matter by inorganic matter that is silica calcium carbonate or iron pyrites it literally means turned into stone and take place in buried situations particularly at the bottom of lakes ponds or seas where there are sediment rich in calcium carbonate and silica over millions of years inorganic matter replaces the entire bony material making an exact replica of the original by this time the sediment transform into sedimentary rock in which fossil can remain preserved for a long time most of the all fossils are petrified example shell of mollusk arthropod fish skeleton of bones the next type of fossils are burrows and burrowings annelids worms arthropod mollusk make burrow in soil or bore into hardwood rocks and corals these are preserved as soil hardens to form rocks coming upon next are corpolites what do you think corpolites are well these are nothing but the excreta of animals surprising is not it you must be thinking how can excreta be considered as a fossil right well corpolites are excreta of animals which sometimes get buried and fossilized which gives an indication of the diet of animals existing for example carboniferous nodula excreta of salamander have been found in elnonis in the usa Huge deposits of guano in sea birds have been found in South American sea coast. So what come next? You almost had heard somewhere about Archaeopteryx. If not heard, then many of you must have definitely watched Pokemon. Being a child, right? Charizard must be your favorite Pokemon of many apart from Pikachu. Well, that Charizard is scientifically known as Archaeopteryx. Interesting, right? What we watch is a cartoon once actually existed in real life so that archaeopteryx is an impression fossil impression of body parts skin feathers leaves etc are formed when they preserved hard against the soft clay which subsequently hardens to form rock fossils of archaeopteryx is such an impression 
more bird fossil in the form of impression have been discovered in china recently example of cynopteryx coleopteryx the next type of fossil is mold and cast fossil to understand this let us start with an example have you ever played with clay in which we put it into a mold and when demold it we get the exact replica of the mold well this exactly happens in mold and cast fossils molds are formed by hardening the material surrounding the body of an animals such as volcanic ash or lava that flows into sea and traps mollusk and arthropods animal body disintegrates leaving the hollow mold which gives an indication of the counter of the animal if this mold is filled with inorganic material such as calcium carbonate or silica that will harden to form a cast it will be an exact replica of animal body you all must have also heard about fossil in petroleum in asphalt in some coastal area where there is abundance of petroleum poles and tar pits small animal birds and etc get trapped in them in asphalt the process of decay is very slow as if these are buried in soil they are preserved in long time now i may ask many of you people must have believe in sanctuary right some of you must have been wearing those bracelet which have a scorpion in a gem correct but do you ever wonder how the entire scorpio preserved in that that it does not get decayed and remain the same well that gem is actually a fossil which is amber Resin is a sticky substance that excludes from the coniferous trees and traps small insects such as flies and mosquito. When resin hardens to form amber and preserve this insect with all the fine details, most of the insect fossils are fossilized in this way. Being a child, I see the movie was always among the favorite movie of ours, right? and some of you like manfred some of you like ali and all favorite peaches and all you know must be thinking what are these names right well manfred peaches alice all these are mammoths and when the ice age come they all get buried deep inside the ice and ice being a good preservative even of the softer body parts remain the same if animals are buried deep in snow that never melts they are preserved entirely for long time fossils of woolly mammoth from the preforms in siberia are an excellent example of preservation is ice in which even flesh skin and hairs are preserved so here complete the various types of fossils and now the question arises that how can we say that these fossils belong to prehistoric period or cambrian period or mesozoic period and etc 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 well for determining the age of fossils paleontologic seeks to map out how life evolved across the geological time a substantial hurdle is the difficulty of working out fossil ages there are several different methods for estimating the ages of fossils including stratigraphy biostratigraphy and carbon dating stratigraphy stratigraphy is the technique in which paleontologists relies on stratigraphy to date fossils stratigraphy is a science of understanding the strata or layers that form the sedimentary records 
strata are differentiated from each other by different colors or compositions and are exposed in cliffs, quarries and river banks. These rocks normally form relatively horizontal parallel lines with younger layers forming on the top. If a fossil is found between two layers whose age are known, the fossil age is thought to be in between those two ages because rock consequences are not continuous but may be broken up by faults or period of erosion, it is difficult to match up rock beds that are not directly adjacent. Next method is biostatigraphy. Fossils of specimens that survive for a relative short period can be used to match isolated rocks. This technique is called biostatigraphy. For an instance, the extinct cord Eucopagnathus pseudoplanus is thought to have existed during a short range in the middle Ordovician period. If the rocks of unknown age must have the traces of Eucopagnathus, right? They may have Ordovician age. Such index fossil must be indistinctly globally distributed and occupy a short range time to be useful. Misleading results can occur if index fossils are incorrectly dated. Relative dating Stratigraphy and biostratigraphy can be in general provide relative dating. That is A was before B or B was before A, which is efficiently for sufficient study evolution. This is a difficult for some time periods. However, because of barriers involved in matching rocks of the same age across the continents, family relationships can help to narrow down the date when the lineages first appeared. For example, they are not sufficiently precise and reliable for estimating when the group that features in the Cambrian explosion first evolved. An estimate produced by different approaches to this method may vary as well. The most correct method till now is considered to be carbon dating method. Together with stratigraphy principle and radiometric dating, methods are used in geochronology to establish the geological time scale. Bed that preserve fossils typically lack the radioactive element needed for radiometric dating. The principle of radiocarbon dating is simple. That rates which various radioactive element decay are known and the ratio of the radioactive element to its decay product shown as how long the radioactive element has been existing in the rock. This rate is represented by half-life, which is the time periods it takes for half of the sample to decay. Simple, is not it? Carbon dating use the decay of carbon-14, which is a radioactive isotope of carbon, to estimate the age of organic material such as wood, and leather. The half-life of carbon-14 is 5730 years. So carbon dating is only relevant for dating fossils less than 60,000 years old, which is a limitation of carbon dating. Radioactive elements are common only in rocks with volcanic origin. So the only fossil bearing rocks that can be dated radiomatically are volcanic ash layers. Till now, you all must be thinking by listening about fossils that what is the significance of studying about all fossils, right? Well, fossils play a very significant role in studying evolution and the history of the earth. 
paleontologists research or fossils are an evidence of the past life preserved in zoological context there are a tangible connection to life landscapes and climate to the past this shows how life landscape and climate have changed over time and how living things responded to those changes those lessons are particularly important as the modern climate continues to change there are several important fossils which gives us important evidence including the connecting link between various kingdoms and various groups first ichthyostrega which is an interconnected link between fishes and amphibian second ceomoria interconnecting link between amphibians and reptiles third very famous fossil archaeopteryx ancestral form of bird fourth huge and large dinosaurs existing group of reptiles fifth hyrocranthium early ancestor of horses so what are the information a fossil reveals among the most important use of fossils first is tracing the development of plants and animals of our earth for the purpose of correlation to determine the distribution of zoological unit of similar age next by studying fossil paleontologists can tell us more about lives of ancient plants and creatures and thus provide information about modern types of life forms fossil reveal information about ancient environment and climate too fossil can give age of certain rocks will this allow geologists to match up or correlate rock layers from all over the world often leading to discovery of new mineral deposits of economic importance fossils are used to make geological maps they help geologists to work out the correct sequence of deposition of the sedimentary rock that is which rock layers are oldest and which are the youngest there are other types of fossil known as fossil fuels such as oil and coal which are used every day coal is formed from ancient plants remain and is used to generate power oil is formed from the body of millions of tiny creatures which can be compressed over millions of years to form oil fossils also give and proof of continental drift or plate tectonics now i would like to summary up about the lecture as a fossil is any remnant of ancient life fossil can be fossils which are remains of organisms itself or trace fossil such as burrows tracks or other evidences of activity preservation as a fossil is relatively a rare process the chance of becoming of fossils are enhanced by quick burial and the presence of preservable hard part such as bones or shells fossils are of various types preservation of original remnants premineralization most uncalled replacement compression ice fossil reason and number rock formation with exceptional fossils are very important for scientists to study they allow us to see information about organisms that may not otherwise have known index fossils are the fossils that are widespread but only existed for a short period of time index fossil helps scientists to find the relative age of a rock layer and match it up with the other rock layers living fossils or organisms that change must in million years 
and are still alive today. For example, scorpion. Fossils give clues about the history on the life of Earth, environment, climate, movement of plates and other elements. So, here we summary up the about the lecture. Thank you.